Hello beautiful people, welcome to another episode of the Clogasmic Nail Tech Talks. I hope you are all well. Today's episode, I have the one and only Sam from The Daily Nail Official. Now, Sam's account is one that I genuinely always love to go and have a little snoop on. Her work is literally perfection and she's lovely. She's so, so lovely to talk to. I met her back in May and it was amazing to meet her and she was just as I thought she would be, just absolutely lush. So I'm so excited to share this episode with you. I messaged her a little while ago saying, please let me know if you're ever up for it because I'd love to have you on. And when she messaged me to say yes, I was over the moon. I know you're going to love this episode. So much incredible advice in this episode, guys. Just advice about life and just perspective and I feel like it's a really 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 good episode to kind of give us a little bit of food for thought for next year seeing as we're a few weeks away from a brand new year what do you want for the next year what is the path for your business what moves can you make that are aligned for you not for Instagram not for how it will look to have certain things or do certain things but genuinely genuinely to your core What do you want out of your career and your business? I love this episode. I love her. Please, please share this to your stories. If you do enjoy it, just take a screenshot. I love to see these and I truly appreciate all of your support. Please take a second to subscribe if you get a second to subscribe or leave a review. Again, they also mean the absolute world to me. And remember, if you're in nail tech and you want help building and growing your business, your skills or your confidence, you know where to go. www.clogasmic.com Without further ado, let's get into this episode with the absolute queen of nails herself, the Daily Nail Official. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Clogasmic Nail Tech Talks. I'm so buzzing for this episode because I have been looking at Sam's page for years. We've spoken for a little while over Instagram. We finally met back in May and she's definitely someone who inspires me and I know she will have inspired so many of you guys as well. So if you do not yet follow the Daily Nail, you need to do that immediately. And for people who do not yet know who you are, Sam, please just give us a little bit about yourself and how you got into nails. Hello, hello. (laughs) just it's the daily nail official on instagram just because there's two daily nails and it gets people a bit confused i mean you know the second you go on yeah so there's the daily nail and i'm the daily nail official on instagram just to stop any kind of confusion but yeah hello i'm sam i have the daily nail official on instagram and this is i've been in the industry for 20 years this year 20 years i'm a proper oldie um I got into the beauty industry straight away from school. I was due to go in the Navy and I got an injury. I couldn't couldn't go through with it. And then I was just like, what do I do? As a 16-year-old, you have no idea what you want to do. And my auntie, I was one of those girls at school that would like take the Tipex and give everyone French manicures at school. And I was always, I was fasting about with my nails and my auntie just said you know you're always doing your nails go and do a beauty course and this was before the days that you could actually just go out and do a nail course when I trained it was either beauty course for three two three years or nothing so I did a BTEC level three in beauty therapy sciences so I spent three years at college training to do beauty which I knew straight away was not for me and out of the three years, we spent two days doing nails. That was all we did. 
And I just knew instantly that, yeah, nails. I was straight off the bat. I just got it. It clicked with me with nails. I don't know why, but it just did. And you obviously had to get work experience when you were at college. So I knew I didn't want to go in a salon. I wanted to find work experience in a nail salon. And 20 years ago, you didn't even have nail salons. There weren't many around. So I luckily found one. And she just so happens to be the OPI educator for the Northeast. Um, so she still is. And I got a job. She took me on for work experience and then must have realized that I was okay and give me a job as well. So I was re- incredibly lucky that I got such a massive amount of training before I even left college. So even from leaving college, I had a job already and I was ready to go as a nail technician from leaving college. I was ready to ditch BE because that's just not for me. And then I went to work for Nails Inc. I was there for about five years before I built up the confidence to realize that I could, after working for various other bosses, I realized I did have the confidence to go off and do it on my own, but I didn't drive. And I knew back then I, I really needed to go mobile, so I didn't drive. So I put myself through a really quick, intensive course. And then as soon as I passed, handed in the notice, took pretty much 90% of my clients from Nails Inc. And off I went. And then I created the Daily Nails. And I was mobile for about five years. And then I realized I was at the point where I was popular enough and I was quite um quite um, what's the word? I had a, a good enough reputation where I was now like, these clients can now come to me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I didn't need to be on the road anymore. It's hard being on the road. It actually has a lot more overheads, I think, by being mobile than being set somewhere with overheads from just being renting a space. So yeah, then I found a space and everybody started coming to me and this is kind of where I am now. Oh my gosh, I love that story so much. And I remember when we met and we had so many moments, we were like, oh my gosh, me too. Oh my gosh, because I worked in yeah. well and things like that and obviously did the same beauty course. like yeah. And the same as you, I remember, I was just like, I just want to do the nails. Like, when are they going to get to the nails? Yeah. And I spent like eight weeks on Indian head massage and I was like, this isn't what I want to do. And then yeah. like all this thing and I just wanted to do the nails. So I love that you were the same and you just knew that that's what you wanted to do. Yeah, absolutely. It was, I've got, I'm quite, um, I'm very artistic. I'm good at fine art. So it was just a natural connection for me to um, kind of delve into nails. And I was always very good at when you had to do art at school that I was good at the small pieces. So I would, I would draw on tiny little pieces and submit them as part of my work. But the second you had to do your final picture, was on a, which was on a big, huge is it a two piece of paper or oh, I went to pot I wasn't very good on a large scale so almost as if I was always destined to be good at art on a really small scale which has worked really really well obviously being a nail technician yeah so. that is so good so was it always a dream of yours to work for yourself in some kind of way or did that just kind of evolve over time were you then just like like you said like okay I'm at the point now where actually I can yeah it didn't know I I was quite young when I decided to go off on my own anyway like very early 20s I think wanting to work for myself came from a point of view of not really feeling appreciated in a a very high profile nail bar chain um I felt like I had a lot more to give and I felt like you're just not appreciated enough obviously I get it 
Um, but it came from a point of view of me wanting to do better for myself and wanting to feel appreciated in my work and not be target driven and not be commission based and ultimately go out and just do the job that I love, which is just creating a set of nails and working with my own, my own restrictions, and my own boundaries. And yeah, so it, it, it was never a passion of mine. It just, it, it came about with just feeling a bit sick and tired to be fair. And I think that happens to a lot of people that you're kind of pushed into self-employment because you know you can feel a lot more appreciated there. Yeah, definitely, 100%. Even because I did go into a salon, but even with that, I remember it so well, like the frustration, because it was lovely. I loved it there. I loved all the girls there and I loved working there. But because it was a commission structure and yeah. was lucky enough that I loved nails, like you're saying, and I got busy, but I could work all day, back-to-back-to-back to back to back clients. But because I was earning 10% of the treatment, if I sat for an hour and a half and did a set of nails, I'd get £3.50. But someone did like an eyebrow shape in 10 minutes for like 10 95 and they were getting like a pound every minute, every 10 minutes. And I was like, and sitting out the back and having a cup of tea and a natter with the, with the girls. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like I can, uh-huh. make, I can't ever be making what I could be making. And then yeah. naturally I want to do the nails. And I think clients were gravitating to me because I think when you've got a passion for it, you naturally end up attracting that yeah. kind of, you know I could have been in a salon and offered everything but people yeah. that I wanted to do the nails and it was where yeah. I was most comfortable so I know exactly what you mean I got to a point where I was like I don't actually think I can progress where I want to progress career yeah. in a commission kind of structure in a salon it's yeah just, yeah and it, it's hard as well because I always kind of was driven when I worked in nails inc I wanted to be top dog I wanted to be um not store manager um nail bar manager at the time and I was never ever given the opportunity I was almost denied the opportunity to progress to that level which was really frustrating as well because I've I've gone out there and I've shown that not only can I create my own business and I can keep my own clients and I can run my own business run my own boots and keep on top of stock taking and everything like I can do it all but I was just never given the chance and um so yeah I feel proud of myself that I've gone out there and I've done that and I've proved some people wrong yeah. um so yeah love that. yeah 100% it's such a nice feeling like and it is like even though working for yourself obviously it's, it's hard and it's difficult and like when I speak to some people with coaching stuff it's it's never going to be like a linear thing you're going to have days mm-hmm. where it's tough but it's so worth it and like you say when you can look back and think oh no I'm doing that now like, it's just the best thing isn't it yeah uh, totally love that um so back to you saying you were quite creative have you ever done art in any other forms like other than school or has it been like nails is where you like pour your creativity from I was uh, I was inc- I'm incredibly good at art I'm a fine artist at heart and um, so I, I can probably draw anything but I've never touched pen to paper since I left school yeah. and, I, and I know it's in there and it probably will be in there obviously I don't feel the need because I'm so artistic at work, I don't feel the need to then in in the side, like as part of my own personal time, to get a pen and paper out that fills the void. So I'm, I sometimes do wonder, could I could I crack out a set of a portrait like I used to do? And I don't think you ever lose that ability. But um, so no, I've not done any art in other forms. It um it fulfills us enough to be yeah. doing nails. It's it's I'm so incredibly lucky that I love my job and. I get exactly what I want out of it. Yeah. So yeah, 
They're so good. I mean, the way I feel like as well, I've said it before on here, there's like a few texts that, and for ages now, literally years, if Instagram took away all their writing and it was just pictures, I would know a Sam piece of content when I saw one. Like I would know that it was you and I would know that that was like from the way you take the picture to the art that you create and all of it. So you really have got a real eye for like what you do. I love that when you see a tech that's really honed in on what they're good at. Oh, thank you. Very good. Um, so you've achieved so much in your career already, and I know you inspire so many people. So please share with us what are some of your personal career highlights so far? Um, I think a lot of my personal career highlights happened last year. I feel like almost Instagram kind of exploded in the past three years to give us as nail techs opportunities that we would never have had before that so I felt like last year was my big year and I'd had some amazing opportunities last year you know I was took on by Harriet and I did it we did a trip to Sardinia for Chanel um I I was just wrapping up my residency at Dryby in London I I worked for various um events in London for Navy and I hosted the Biosculpture Masterclass last year um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. See, oh, and I was at Vogue that year as well for biosculpture. So it was an incredible year. But at the same time, it's so easy to sit and think, see all of these girls and everybody else on Instagram having these amazing opportunities. But as ended the year, actually mentally saying to myself, no. Mm. And that's so, I had such an amazing year, but I was away from home a lot. And I miss the kids and um, I'm so grateful for them. But I started this year where I thought that's not where I need to go for my business. And so my career highlight has been this year actually taking control back and pulling back and saying no to all of these incredible opportunities that ultimately aren't for my career path. So it's, it's a bit of a mixed bag that I had such a good year but I'm more proud of myself. My my highlight has been starting this year and making some big changes to how I work and it's working really well so far. So I hope I I hope I answered the question yet, but, um, but yeah, I think that's it. (laughs) Yeah, you did a hundred percent. And do you know what? I love that. Like, that's amazing that you feel like I'm so pleased that you're doing things that like you're enjoying and like, yeah. I totally relate to what you're saying because I've said it to to Jovan before, like with us and the business and things like that. And sometimes you have to really sit back and think, is that actually aligned with what I really want to do? And it's it's so easy to be like, oh, but mm. it's an opportunity. I should take it. I should yeah. have fun with it. But, you know, there's so much to be said for just actually getting quiet and blocking out the noise and tuning out from everything else around you and being like, no, yeah. what they really want for like me going forward. Yeah. It's something, yeah, it's something I am incredibly passionate about, um, the pressures of seeing everybody's opportunities on Instagram and feeling like that should be happening to you and you're missing out if you're not taking part of all that. But I'm I'm so passionate about helping people or trying to get my point across of you need to know ultimately where you want to go with your business and traveling to the likes of London for me. Um, a wasn't cost effective enough because it's a big commute for me to go to London and back and I have to factor that in as well and if you're not centrally within London that's kind of where a lot of these opportunities are and 
I'm definitely going to not say to people, if you want for the experience, then definitely go. But as a career choice, it's um, it's definitely something that you have to think about. And you will have a lot of um, things that you have to give up to be able to travel down there to do that, yeah. which I ultimately found out. Yeah. And like you say, I think as well, like it's, you know, when you've got these little people in your life, it's like everything, yeah. isn't it? As soon as that, that like chapter hits, like there was nothing I used to love more than like getting dressed up and going out. And I still love that sometimes, but nine times out of 10, I probably would choose getting a pizza, watching Moana with Kingsley. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just life just changes, doesn't it? And you're then like, actually, yeah. you know, I need to figure out what You I really definitely have, have a different, yeah, it's definitely a different set of priorities when you're a mom. Yeah. And, yeah, and definitely a different set of life goals as well. Yeah. You, <laughs> you yeah. just need to, to rein it all in a little bit because you've already got enough on as a working mom. Um, we don't need any extra pressures but on ourselves, which I ultimately found out, so... Yeah, I'm so pleased. That's so good. So, so good. Um, So you are one tech as well. This is something that we've spoken about, like in the DMs over, over the last like few years. And it's something that I'm quite sort of passionate about. I say passionate about, but something that I kind of just always was drawn to, I guess, maybe it was just a part of me being a nail tech that I kind of like, oh, I want to see what's out there. And um, I know we've kind of said it before in terms of like skincare, there's not like a cleanser that suits everyone or like an exfoliator. Yeah. And so um, you're one of the only techs that I've seen for a long time that uses multiple brands or tries different brands. Why has this been important for you over the years? Um, I'll just go back. So I started with Biosculpture. So my first product line that I used to use was Biosculpture. And I kind of left Biosculpture. I think they'll address, they'll understand this as well. Um, it's a bit like the elephant in the room. When they kind of went over to LAD, I don't think the formulation looked quite right. I struggled with the system so I found myself really quickly having to find a different brand so that's when I realized you could go out there and if one brand's not working for you you can change and you can go and find a different brand so I have flitted about a little bit um with different brands because ultimately as well I see such a diverse range of clients with different nail types that sometimes I find for a very small percentage of my clients one brand doesn't suit Mm. and I need to crack that so I won't lose that client I'd rather find something that I know works for them and ultimately sometimes it does mean a different set of a different brand that you conscious that I do it um healthily and I listen to the scientific facts behind it where if you are using multiple brands you use one whole system per treatment if you Mm. want if you don't have the correct lamps so I do it ethically I have three systems on the go at the moment that's my mats and I won't have any more because it just gets very confusing that way as well so I've got three systems that I know I've got my plexi gel and my sweet squared which works for kind of my really hard my hard wearing clients or my trouble clients almost because plexi gel just will not budge and I've got my bioscopture because I love the ethos of bioscopture and generally bioscopture works across the board for I'd say about 50 to 60% of my clients. But then I really missed, because I used to use um, the gel bottle, and I really, really missed the biabs. Mm. So I needed a kind of a system to replace the biab look almost. So then I found 20. So I've been working with 20. And 
they all three of those brands are so supportive as well. They couldn't. They're so supportive to me as a nail tech. So I love working with them as well. Mm-hmm. I love their products, but I do love working with them as a company as well. So, so yeah, they're the three product lines that I have in. But um, yeah, love them. Yeah, no, that's so good. And like you said, I think because I definitely found that as well when I had clients, there was a few like you say and I don't know sometimes it was like maybe their jobs I found with like obviously nurses or hairdressers people had their hands in like lots of water sometimes I'd be using a specific brand that they didn't get the longevity that people who were mm-hmm. jobs would get things like that so like you I kind of thought oh do you know what if I like just try some other things and I think it's nice to see how different things work and play with different products and things like that I've not yeah. tried though you introduced me to 20 because I've seen your post and the flake one that you put up oh yeah confetti that one that was no can't you got confetti and that one I can't remember that one was called one like a little bit gilded gilded so you've got a beautiful flake range and they've got gilded rose quartz confetti and there is a few of them but they're my three three favorites and they're beautiful shades I've not really seen shades like that around in other brands. So that's kind of, it was confetti that caught my eye because of 20, to be fair. That's the shade that kind of drew me to them. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's the beautiful, the beautiful colours. And the lovely, if anyone's struggling for builders at the moment, I definitely recommend 20 because the retention on them is amazing and they aren't budging. And they've also got, they've just launched their Hema 3 as well. Oh, amazing. So, oh, so good. Yeah, no, you, you, 100% you. You're the person that I first saw using it and I was like what is this flaky gorgeousness that he's using yeah it is is. I'll never I won't ever I'm quite um I know that I do have some kind of influence on Instagram and I'm quite conscious of that so I don't I won't ever I get approached all the time by different brands can we send you this can we send you that can we pay you to do this and I'm quite conscious and I turn a lot down so I won't advertise or even recommend or even show a product on my Instagram if I do not believe in it 100%. That's like I've always kind of stuck to and I'll and I won't really verge away from that at all. Yeah, that's so good because I think honesty and transparency is what people want, isn't it? It's what they want to see ultimately. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So good. Um, so what made you want to get into education? Please tell us about all this exciting stuff that's been happening over the last couple of months because you are now doing these incredible courses. So please tell us what you offer and what made you want to get into that. <laughs> I'd love to say that it was just something that I really always wanted to do. But if I'm being be brutally honest, I feel like I was dragged into training because I got asked so often. <laughs> and I'm I'm quite, I'm like, I just don't feel like my confidence was there to train. I'm very good at it, but I just, I didn't have enough self-belief in myself to think that I could train and I don't know where that came from. And I think it's, it's a natural progression over time of being asked to do it. My husband's telling me constantly, you need to get into training. And, um, you know, this is a skill you have and people want to know how to do that. And ultimately it was a part of me that just thought, yeah, I think it's time. Mm. to do it I had a bit of a setback this year health-wise so I kind of had to push my business in a different direction and the only way that I could see me being able to pull back some hours was to concentrate on training instead so it was just a decision I made this year where I thought I might never myself mentally believe that I'm ready for it but I think um, professionally I'm ready for it so and, and if you don't know you don't I've trained a little bit before with 
the likes of different brands. I've trained for Gerard International before with Nail Art and always got really good feedback, but I think it comes from a part of a bit of self-doubt. But it's going really, really well so far and I'm wanting it to kind of build up really organically and I don't push it that much on social media because I just want it to happen through word of mouth. I think that's so important. Um, And as well, I'm not wanting to focus on it too heavily because I still ultimately love working with my clients I'm trying to find a balance with doing a little bit of training and the majority working with clients I know it's going so so well um yeah I'm loving it good I'm so I didn't think I didn't think I would and the more that I train I'm really finding my feet and becoming a lot more confident in myself and I know I've got the skills that people want to see and it's coming across really well so far. So I'm really happy with how it's going. Oh, I'm so pleased because I remember when you first, like, well, I first saw that you were doing it and I messaged you straight away. And I meant it. I was just like, you're the perfect person to do education because obviously you're very skilled and, you know, there's you've got a lot to offer. You've got a lot of experience and you're really passionate and you care. But you're also so kind and friendly and just lovely to be around. Like I was saying to um, Georgia, because I had her on the podcast the other day, and I was so nervous about coming up to London the other day, uh, <laughs> the other day, May, Feel like, feels like the other yeah, day. Yeah, May. Again, um, and like, as soon as I met you, oh, it was just literally like all that like anxiousness and nervousness just went away because you were all so lovely. And I've done training before as well, where you don't kind of get that feeling when you're with someone so I know yeah. that trains with you they're obviously going to get like top-notch training but just even to just spend the day with you will be lush so I'm so happy you're doing it yeah half the time they come to me and they're like I'm so nervous and I'm like it's okay because I am a little bit just as nervous as you <laughs> but we'll get there we'll get into it I mean I, do, I don't class myself as one of the best educators out there I class myself as a real educator and I've got and I've lived in the real salon world for long enough to um to know it off by heart. Yeah. I'm really I'm hoping to try and get these girls to kind of where I am as well. Yeah, love that so much. It's it's amazing that you're doing this. So, what are your top three tools or products that you couldn't live without? Um, what one is always a file. So absolutely um, file all the way. Anybody who doesn't use an e-file, the difference it makes to your timings is amazing and also to repetitive strains. So definitely e-file. Um I've just recently discovered Lobology spray. So I've, I'm quite known for my photographs and I think people are like, how did you take the photographs? One little tip that I will say is that I don't apply any oils or creams just before I take a photograph. I'll always get them to wash the hands. And that kind of worked really well. And then I would take the photograph and then apply the oils. And then I was sent some of the Lobology spray. And I just thought, I just reached for that instead. And whatever it is that's in it just shines those nails up amazingly. So my Lobology spray for photos and for general cleaning as well. And probably my builder gels. So my my range of builder gels. Everyone knows that I, I apex every set of nails. And I could not live without my builders. That's what makes my treatments last. And that's what gives them the look that they have. So yeah, Lobology spray, e-file and builder gels. Yeah, love that. Do you know what? I literally am so gutted that I spent so many years not using an e-file. Like, yeah, same oh, as well. And I don't know about you, but I'll, like 
years ago when I like first started like 18 like 17 18 years ago it was it was like a bad it had that stigma around it you know I remember yeah. seeing clients like no we're gonna soak it off we're gonna this we're gonna that we do that each time and then after years of doing that my shoulder was just like literally in bits like mm-hmm. infilling, infilling by hand all the time like extension yeah like that. and now I'm like all those years that I could have just literally whizzed it off with an e-file like it's so true isn't it education yeah. key it's like it's not absolutely bad. yeah you have to definitely educate yourself when using an e-file but I remember yeah the time the extra time it takes you've got you've got if you've got a tool or a product there that has the ability to pull back that time and you've got to take it and it it's yeah my biggest um best decision I ever made to train with a file and I only did that um two years ago so I haven't always so for 20 years I spent 18 of those years manually hand filing oh my god so and yeah and then when <laughs> and now I couldn't live without it I yes. just don't know how you do it I just don't this is it I think as soon as your e-file train like now if someone said to me Shan I've booked you in a day if it feels but you can't use your e-file I'll be like I'm not coming in I'll see yeah. you because I'm not doing that I'm, pull, I'm pulling I'm pulling a sickie it's not yeah. happening <laughs> literally <laughs> let you know now that's not happening yeah literally <laughs> crazy um what are your favorite looks to create as well I don't favorite in regards I have favorites in regards to what I know I can do quickly so I'm known for being fast and I love everything there's not a single look that I love more than others I know I can create everything beautifully but I love a natural nail with some with some subtle nail art on purely because I can do it so quick yeah. so obviously with nail art on top of color you have your base coat your builder your two coats of color then your nail art and then your top coat but with creating a natural look, you've just got your base gel, your apex layer, on goes your nail art, and then your top coat. And I love it just purely because it can saves me so much time. And yeah. it always looks beautiful when you've got a natural nude with some nail art, let's face it. And those are the looks that always work really well on my Instagram. So I know that they're going to go down really well. It just so happens at the fest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so true. No, I love that. Yeah. Um, and what are your top, Three favorite shades. Confetti by twenty. Yes. If it if it's a good shade that if you've got someone going on holiday and they're like and wearing so many different outfits they don't know what to wear it's got to be beautiful hints of color in there so it'll go with everything so I always tell people it'll go with everything whatever you wear. Um, and Night at the Opera by Bio Sculpture so that's a really dark almost kind of vampire red blood red beautiful and I think you can wear that all year round and it paints beautifully on as well it goes on really really well and probably backyard nuptials by sweet squared shellac so that's that's like a beautiful chalky natural pink that I've used quite a bit on my page you'll see that dotted around quite a bit so yeah those three Nice. And now I'm going to be mean now. If you had to pick one colour for the rest of your life, though, but it's not going to chip. We're breaking all the rules. It's just going to... Yeah. What, what, what would you go for? Out of those three? You can. Just, or, or you can uh, you get your oh, um, Probably confetti. 
yeah it honestly yeah. it is it is one of those I was like what is this like you say I think when you've yeah. been here for a while as well like you say you see things that are like super different and you're just like oh yeah. just because I'll go with everything so yeah, yeah. <laughs> true <laughs> tactical good I like it yeah tactical <laughs> oh gosh so what advice could you pass forward to nail techs say they are struggling at the moment with building their own brand um or doubting themselves do you have any advice that you could pass forward or something that's helped you in the past um just being 20 years down the line to say that it takes a lot of hard work and probably more than you realize yeah it takes it's so easy to see everyone's front stories on instagram and the positives but it's so you don't ever see the hard work and the struggle that goes into it and the failure that goes into it so i just I wish someone had told me that I would. it would take probably 20 years to get to the stage where I, I, fe- I feel really confident where I am now, but I certainly didn't about five years ago. Mm-hmm. And I look back at my work from five years ago and I just think I'm glad I am here where I am now. And I, if someone had told me it would take probably about 20 years to get there, I would have probably give up there and then. So it's a constant learning process and to not give up. And I mean, that's, I'm coming from a day where we didn't have Instagram and we didn't have Pinterest and we, we didn't, I don't even think we had um, YouTube. No, we probably didn't. The, the best I got for learning how to do nail art was at a yearly roadshow in London mm-hmm. where I would go around and see all of the big names doing it or a scratch magazine through the post every month that had a step-by-step. We yes. didn't have a wealth of knowledge that we've got at our hands now. So anyone that's joining the profession now has the ability to get good fast as yeah. well. I see a lot of nail techs coming up and they're like a year in and they're already like amazing. Yes. I'm like, yeah, it took me 20 years to get there. <laughs> <laughs> Put the background in like I did. But no, I just think expect a lot of failure, a lot of hard work, a lot of self-doubt, a lot of worrying about that some girls are getting it some individuals are getting it before you are but um also have faith in your clients mm-hmm. reviews of yourself and not watch social media make yeah. how that makes you feel listen to your clients if you are client-based listen to how they make you feel versus mm-hmm. social media that is so important. That is so true. That was a lot of advice there. That was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Good though. Gem after gem. But especially that last one, because I've I've had it before, you know, in my career, myself personally, where I've had to literally say to myself, sometimes my perfectionism in me is like a blessing and a curse. It's like my like independence I'm like fiercely independent and yes that's good but it's I can also shoot myself in the foot because I'm trying to do stuff by myself rather than asking for help and my perfectionism is like the same thing like obviously it's good because you're like I want to get it perfect but the amount of times clients would leave and it would be late in the evening I'd eat my dinner and I'm like oh I could have done that better or that wasn't quite and I'm just did it and I'm like but if that she's happy yeah like stop just stop like stop the the brain chat stop beating yourself mm-hmm. up about it eat your dinner and chill with Jovan yeah stop stressing about it but I'd be like oh gosh I need to just do this or I need to do that but like you say it's such good advice like yeah to what your clients are saying it's so again like what you said I think in a way I guess kind of like a blessing anarchist that we didn't have all that is available now but equally we didn't have anything really to compare anything to so we kind of did yeah have that thing to like take you away in your mind mm-hmm. 
overthink with stuff like the nails I was rocking from college I'm sure they were like really interesting <laughs> yeah I was loving them and rocking them yeah. on a Saturday night because I didn't have you know a phone to open up and then be like oh no they are actually a bit bumpy and I didn't get that yeah cute, cool because I was just like did these today look how fabulous they are and went out and lived my best life about it Do you know yeah what so yeah know as well what your bread and butter is where your income's coming from and if if 100% of your income is coming from your clients what the hell does social media matter you could probably get away with never posting on social media and your income would still be coming in it's um it's knowing where to put your energy really as well yeah that's a big one Definitely. It's a huge one. Thank you for sharing that. Um, So who are some of the people who inspire you? It doesn't necessarily have to be anyone in the nail world. It can be personally to you as well. But who are some of your inspirations? Um, Professionally in the nail world, I'll start with that one. Probably Marion Newman and Doug Shoon. If anybody is a nail tech and doesn't know who those two are, I really suggest that you do find out because they are kind of the OJs of the nail world. Um, so I was lucky enough, actually, I worked in Navy events last year and I've always, I've read Marion's book. She's got the Complete Nail Technician book and obviously I'm a big fan and I did an event in London for Navy at Dry Bay and we were kind of doing, um, I'm not going to say celebrities, it was a press event and Rebecca had Marion Newman for me to do, but didn't tell me until I literally turned up. And as he did not tell me, I was doing Marion's nails. And she said, well, would you have come? (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, I really don't know, but I'm here now and I've got to do it. So um, I did Marion's nails. It was probably, I honestly say it was probably not the worst that I've ever done, but I could have done better. I was just so nervous, really, really nervous. So but she was, like I say, going back to um, self-doubt and you think you couldn't have done better. I got a, such a lovely message off Marion later on, like a really nice message. And I'd spent hours like digging at myself because I thought I could have done so much better. And God, she couldn't have had nicer things to say. So that was, that was probably a big career highlight actually doing Marion's nails and I've stayed in contact with Marion since then so I do love Marion and Doug Shoon is obviously um a very acclaimed scientist and spends a lot of time devoting I think you've got the nail network mm-hmm. is it called the nail the nail is network the nail, um no does he do the nail know-how with Marion Newman yeah so you yeah the nail know-how absolutely brilliant website for mm-hmm. any nail technician um, the facts and the science and the, yeah, behind nails, they share constantly on there. And, yeah, good on them. They're two people that I look up to massively. I'd wish, I'd only hope that one day I have the amount of knowledge that they have behind the two of them or even just the amount of respect that the two of them have got. But, yeah, and other, other, in other words, um probably my kids as well my kids and my husband I think they inspire me to do better yeah in that way yeah um and what do you wish you knew before you started out if you could go back and tell young Sam one thing on her first day of college what would you say that you're going to spend three years doing a course that you're (laughs) going to hate 
and you're going to end up doing a job when none of that's going to yes worth the training's coming any handy at all <laughs> no. no not that um what can I tell <laughs> Sam that's a really hard one again probably going back to that it's going to take a long time to mm. get to where you want to be and then this thing called Instagram is going to come about in about 15 years and make you rock your world and make you think that you're not good enough, but don't listen to it. And um, yeah, a lot of hard work, a lot of failure and a lot of progress is going to happen along the way. And you probably never, ever get to a point where you're completely happy with where you are. And that's a good thing because there's always space to progress. There's always space to learn and space to keep going. Yeah. Love that. That's a good one. Um, and what are your goals for the future? Anything you're happy to share with us? Um, I'd re- I like my training. I'm like I do. I never thought I'd enjoy it as much as I do. So I'm really wanting to kind of push that a little bit more to help others. And I've created quite a nice work-life balance this year, which was my main focus, and I'm really loving that. So I'm hoping to end the year as I've started with a really good work-life balance of equal amounts of seeing the kids and being able to do school runs now and ultimately training has given me the power to have all of that so I'm really grateful for my training so yeah just to focus on that a little bit more yeah I love that thank you so much for doing this with me when you messaged me it was late at night I was like yes when I well I messaged you and then when you said yes I was like yes this is amazing (laughs) Um, I know so many people will be excited to hear this one um and I wish you all the best for the future I'll pop all of your links in the show notes so go and have a click down below guys to make sure you check out all of Sam's pages I'll get all the info off of you and just thank you so much you're very welcome thanks for having me bye bye Thank you so much for listening. I really, really hope you enjoy this episode. If you are a fan of Sam's work like I am, I know you will have enjoyed this episode. If you do not yet follow Sam's page, The Daily Nail Official, this is exactly what you need to do. After listening to this episode, I'm going to pop all of her links in the show notes. Thank you so much again for listening. I genuinely mean it every single time I say it. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Remember, if you're in nail tech and you want help building and growing your business, your skills, your confidence, you can get more from us right now, instantly, at your fingertips by just visiting www.clogasmic.com. I'll pop the link in the show notes and I'll catch you next time.